Welcome everybody to another episode of the Cannabis Review. Thanks very much to everybody for joining us. I am delighted to be joined on this episode by Pia Martin. She is the co-founder and CEO of Cannavum AG over in Germany. Pia, how are you keeping you well? Yes, I'm doing great. Um, happy to be here today. Delighted to have you on. You're a lady making a lot of news in Europe at the moment. Uh, can you maybe give the guys a little overview of how you got to Cannavum and uh, your journey in the industry so far? Yeah, sure. No problem. My name is Pia Martin. I'm the CEO and co-founder of the Canova Meiji. And uh, we want to provide patients in Germany and Europe with medical cannabis. So our vision is that every patient deserves the best therapy. And uh, cannabis uh, as a medicine uh, or cannabis in general, um, I think is a highly stigmatized topic here in Germany. And uh, during my studies abroad in the Netherlands, for example, um, I was surprised um, by how different the approach from society was there uh, regarding cannabis. And uh, it was much more accepted there than it is here. So when medical cannabis got legalized um, here in Germany in 2017, I knew I wanted to um, work in this industry, in this field, you know. And uh, after conducting uh, intensive research uh, about medical benefits, uh, talking to doctors and patients, I was really touched um, by their stories. Um, and I always wanted to do um, something meaningful. Um, the current state of knowledge is that cannabis can really heal, but it can uh, improve patients' quality of life. So our Federal Institute for Drugs and Medical Products um, also called Bee Farm. Uh, they're running a non-interventional survey um, for cannabis and uh, they track um, indications and improvements. And the typical patient, for example, is a chronic pain patient, um, mostly over 50 years old and has been in chronic pain for more than 10 years, uh, mostly. And um, with medical cannabis, uh, as, a, as a medicine, those patients can be helped, um, quality of life can be improved. It can't heal, but uh, it, it can improve uh, patients' quality of life, which is really important. And um, yes, so what I've learned um, about cannabis as a medicine, it's, it's the potential it has for patients um, hasn't been fully used yet or fully, um, yeah, fully developed yet. So we need to improve um, access to medical cannabis for patients. And um, we want to provide medical cannabis that is sunlight grown and free of chemical pesticides. So um, I founded the company uh, with my co-founder, Marius Kosa, uh, in 2019 um, to do exactly that. So um, why sunlight grown and free of chemical pesticides? I think uh, a sustainable approach is very important. So before I worked at Canovum, I um, worked in the field of renewable energy. So um, therefore, I see a lot of um, a lot of similarity between the industries and sustainability is very important to me. So therefore, we found Canovum uh, with a different approach um, than our competitors. So we want to provide medical cannabis that is sunlight grown and free of chemical pesticides. Because after all, cannabis is a plant. It needs light and water. And uh, I think uh, that's uh, the best approach in that industry. Okay, well, I'm going to skip to the third topic and we can come back to the second because we kind of led into it. And that's <laughs> Europe's supply chain. 
Uh, you're just talking about sunlight, grown, flower, um, no pesticides. We had Heidi Whitman on uh, a couple of days ago on the show. And again, a similar model. Do you have your flower grown in a specific part of the world that allows for the sunlight to be grown? Or wh what territory is your supply coming into Europe from? Um, well, um, I can't say uh, exactly from where, but it's uh, the European Union. Um, and uh, we sourced uh, probably over 50 uh, or talked to um, over 50 um, cultivators worldwide to source our products. We're not vertically integrated, but we work with the best in the industry. That's our approach. And uh, we found a partner. Approach. Yes. And we found a partner that uh, um, is growing um, medical cannabis uh, under all the regulations up to our quality standards. So without okay. chemical pesticides and in sunlight. Um, so it's from the European Union, yes. So do you see then one of the next kind of lead-ons that there is a, a certain amount of companies that are going to focus on the price per gram and it's going to be grown in one of the Latin American countries or in Africa. Do you see the, the farming ability in Europe, which is far more advanced than most territories in the world, do you see that being a leg up for Europe for being able to supply the whole continent of Europe with Europe-grown cannabis? Or do you always see that there's going to be a balance of the supply chain coming into Europe from far off countries and grown locally? Well, I think um, there are two aspects to it. Um, uh, first of all, um, importing from within the European Union to Germany, for example, is much easier than doing it from, from third party countries. Um, so the regulatory aspect is one, um, but I agree with you. Um, in Europe, we see uh, a lot of cultivation right now. Um, a lot of cultivators are entering the market um, with high quality product. Um, so I see that uh, the European Union probably could um, satisfy um, the demand here uh, with, uh, within uh, the European Union. Um, but uh, obviously um, other countries um, with preferable uh, cultivation conditions like Africa, South America, will also have good products probably with a lower price that will enter the market. But the regulation um, the regarding- The certification. It's, it's much more demanding. Um, you need to be uh, EU GMP certified uh, in order to export uh, to the European Union or to Germany. Um, so not everyone is meeting the demand yet. Um, COVID might also be a reason during COVID, less inspections uh, have been conducted uh, all over the world. So um, this might delay it a bit, but obviously um, other uh, cultivators from other countries will enter um, the market as well. Yeah, I see as well that I was reading recently that some of the first grown uh, cannabis grown in Germany has hit the German market via pharmacy, some grown by Aurora and one of the other companies. So that's a pretty good milestone to be able to say that we've got our own flower on our own shelves for our own consumers. And I, I think the Europe could end up going that direction that certain countries are going to have certain genetics and strains that are uh, relative to maybe, let's say, the diseases or the patients that they're aiming to treat in each individual country. Whereas I think America is going to focus more on just it'll be weed to get high and weed as a commercial adult use product. Whereas I think Europe, you could have a, a far more... Uh, nuanced industry with individual genetics and strains kind of brings me on to the next topic i wanted to talk to you about is germany good for cannabis startups 
do you see this being one of the hubs? We've talked to the Malta Enterprise Board already. We've talked to, we know Ireland is one of the main hubs for a lot of the big, huge global companies. Do you think Germany is going to be a hub for some of the cannabis startups in Europe? Um, well, as you mentioned, um, we have the first German cannabis on the market now. So I think this is a pretty big milestone um, for the whole industry, you know, um, the European industry and Germany being the biggest market in it. And um, therefore, I think, yes, um, it's a good place um, for cannabis startups. Um, but I think there are two aspects to consider here. Once you have the um, uh, medical side, you know, the patients, the physicians, and uh, we have many more uh, patients in Germany than physicians who prescribe uh, cannabis as a medicine. And unfortunately, cannabis and the endocannabinoid system are rarely part of pharmaceutical medical education. That's something we need to work on. And uh, we support physicians and pharmacists through medical education. We offer workshops and, uh, and uh, an online platform that offers um, education um, on that end. And the other part is the regulatory side, um, getting all the pharmaceutical licenses, you need a narcotics license, you need a distribution license. Um, we also have the manufacturing license uh, in order uh, to build important steps here in Germany uh, and um, yeah, bring the best products to our patients. Um, the market is therefore uh, really complex with high entry barriers, um, which is obviously um, good for um, the companies that are already in the market. Um, but uh, I see Germany uh, as a really um, potential market here in Germany, because if you look at the German market, um, it's the biggest one in Europe, as I said. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the numbers of it, in 2020, um, I think more than 128,000 patients were treated. Um, in 2017, um, when it was legalized, uh, there were only 27,000. So um, that's a lot more. And according to prohibition partners, uh, more than 1 million German patients will have access to medical cannabis by 2024, which is it's a huge step in development. And uh, medical cannabis market alone, I think, is expected to be worth around 7.7 .7 billion by 2028. So um, I think um, we uh, will see uh, great development and the German and European market has great potential in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Germany is going to be the model for Europe that what happens there is going to be distributed across the continent just for, as I said, size of market, the skilled uh, labor workforce there that you know products coming there are going to be to the highest of global standards. So yeah, it's exciting times to be in Germany. And you guys recently listed on the Berlin and Hamburg stock exchanges. So again, congratulations on that. What are the plans for the next 12 to 24 months that you'd like to tick off your, uh, if you had a dream cannabis list of, give me two items to tick off in the next 12 months, what are they gonna be? Oh, well, I mean, um, one big milestone was listing, uh, as you mentioned right now, um, we got first listed in Dusseldorf. That was a huge milestone we've been working on uh, for a while now. Um, but obviously we have a lot more future plans and uh, we want to um, bring our own sustainable brand into the market. This will be the next uh, big step uh, and huge milestone for us. And obviously we see, we see ourselves not just as a German Berlin company, but as a European company. Um, therefore um, we are looking into uh, different markets as well. And um, 
really looking closely uh, on the developments there and probably uh, will be uh, soon in other markets as well. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing your products over in Ireland. For anybody who wants to learn more about kind of them, you can check out the website down below. P, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I hope we can get to chat before the end of the year is out and maybe we get to meet in person at one of the conferences that are happening around the world. So have a great day and thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for your time. It was a pleasure and hope to, to talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Bye.